What is a girl from Kazakhstan with a Russian accent who looks Chinese living in America doing? She is podcasting to give hope, motivation, and help you to lead a fulfilled life. I am Miru, and I'm that girl. You may know me as your savings pro, but life is more than money. I'm here to share my personal, cultural, and professional experiences so you can bring your experiences to life. We will talk about the currencies of life, family, career, business, money, and more. Welcome to the Miru Experience Podcast. Hello, welcome back. So today I will be interviewing Angela Aja. She's my transformational coach and I just adore her. She is helping many, many people, especially women, transform their lives. She is the author of Summon to Soar and that's how I came learning about her by visiting one of her speaking engagements where she talked about the five stages of the rise of a woman. And it is pretty cool, pretty cool how she uh, written this book in a way that provides an opportunity for personal development through the avenue of a real life stories, as she says in her book and coaching principles with scriptural foundation. And the scriptural part may not be for everyone, but again, this does not necessarily define uh, that her book is, you know, religion or anything like that. So this is more about getting you um, to your uh, purpose. And I love her, I love her approach. Um, she explains uh, that she promotes authenticity through observation, analysis through investigation, and action through strategic planning. And I can confirm that through my transformational experience, I have received what she is written in her book. And I cannot wait to, you know, for you to listen our conversation because we kind of covered the high level of, you know, those aha moments, the points that you need to pay attention in your life to come to your peace. This isn't about me telling you go work with coaching services or whatever, because it's not for everyone. I mean, you have to be committed to the process in order to get help. But if you're not open to it, then at least you can start transforming yourself in a smaller steps, more paying attention to the things we will chat in our conversation. So if you have any questions, um, you know how to find me. Uh, email me at miru at themiruexperience.com and I'll be happy to answer your questions. Hello, before we transition to our interview with Angela, 
In today's Random Act segment, I would like to read a small part of Angela's book, uh, my favorite part, which is called The DNA of Greatness is Within You. So once the caterpillar is tucked safely away in the cocoon, she stops eating and becomes a chrysalis. A caterpillar can lose up to half of its weight during this time. Once you are nestled away in your cocoon of development, oftentimes you will experience loss. But loss is not a sign of rejection or denial. In this season of life, the loss becomes an indicator that you are in the right place at the right time and perfectly positioned for true transformation to take place. You have to be willing to let go of the former identity that you created, a mere shell of the woman that you are meant to become in order to embrace your new identity of a butterfly. As I mentioned in the previous chapter, Angela says, the DNA of a butterfly is wrapped up inside of the caterpillar. As a caterpillar eats and moses through life, she is not trying to become something different. She is compelled to transform into who she really is. The body of a caterpillar is just the container for the most authentic version of whom she was originally created to be. The DNA of the most authentic version is inside of you and is longing to be transformed into a vessel that is capable of rising to the new heights. The secret longing for an extraordinary life of significance, fulfillment and true joy is real. That is your original DNA of greatness that is yearning to emerge out of you. Mindset of luck and I'm not enough squelch our rise. You do not have to feel guilty for wanting a bigger life. We are conditioned to believe that wanting to be seen and heard is self-serving or prideful, but it is not. You are destined to be visible and vocal. You were constructed and created with seeds of greatness. It is not just in some of us, but it is in all of us. You have the answer to someone's question. You have the healing to someone's wound. You carry within you the solution to someone's problem. If you stay hidden and underdeveloped, you are not the only one who suffers. Your rise impacts generations to come. So check her book out. Um, I think it's available on Amazon. Um, and I want you to take control of your life and be inspired by other people's story and uh, learn, especially through the transformation of butterfly. Um, at least I learned the process of the transformation because we know, but it wasn't necessarily a full version of what I knew. So I learned something new in the process, transforming myself as well. So next, we will chat with Angela. Hello, Angela. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. This is awesome. So my podcast is called The Miru Experience. So my goal behind my podcast is just to share my experiences, give people perspective and something to think about. I only share my experiences in terms of 
you know, what I learned, what shifted in my life. And of course, coming from the place of, you know, uh, hurt or feeling lonely. So I'm reaching out to people who feel the same, who feel lost, who feel alone, who are afraid to step out their comfort zone. So, you know, I met you through my experiences and through, so we came working together. And so I just kind of wanted to talk to you in terms of like letting people stretch their, uh, how you say it, like a ceilings of potential, right? Yes. So, and like I said, I also wanted to bring my perspective, like when I first met you, what I thought, well, when I first met you, I first met you at one of the networking events when you were presenting. Uh-huh. So I was just like, oh, it's one of those moments when you feel like I don't need that. Like I know what I'm doing. I don't need any kind of transformational coaching. And I think even at that point, I didn't fully understand what that means. Because right, right. We, as humans, we are so consumed with our daily life, especially when we're going through hard times or we're just trying to figure out life we just don't have time for other stuff right so i think that's why if you just kind of tell a little bit about yourself for my audience sure well thank you so much for having me here and being a part of of the podcast and um i love what you're doing congratulations on your book by the way thank you um, so exciting um, so my name is Angela Aja. I am a transformational life coach and a best-selling author of a book called Summon to Soar, The Five Stages of the Rise of a Woman. And I, um, I help women transform their lives and really go from feeling stuck uh, to being able to move forward faster. And, um, you know, from, from going... Uh, I help women go from just surviving to really thriving in their lives and, and, and living with purpose. And you can't really live with purpose until you have identified what your purpose is. And, and, you know, I think the number is like 90% uh, of Americans do not know what their purpose is. So it's hard to live with intention if you don't even know where to begin. And so that's what I do is walk women specifically through that process and, and, um, you know, and really help them unlock their story and realize that their story matters and that everything they've been through in their lives, um, can be used to help somebody else and can be used to shine a light on someone else's path. And so, um, yeah, so that's that's what I do, and and I had just the great pleasure of of um, being your coach, and you are um, an amazing coaching student, and <laughs> I just watched you. You know, you you did everything. You you went on the process. You trusted the process, and that's so powerful. Um, and, and you really saw some huge breakthroughs in your life. So yeah, it, it, it was fun. I, I, and I can't wait to hear a little more about what your, your experience from your perspective was on that process. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Like I said, the reason I'm sharing my experience is because I have been on the other side where I felt like I don't need it. I, I know I'm perfect, remember? I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, hey, Angela, just help me write my book. That's all, I, oh, that's all I, help I need. And I don't necessarily need any other kind of transformation because like I said, I, I, mean, I was fairly successful a lot of times because I'm most of it like do-it-yourself kind of person, right? I learned English on my own or I learned how to drive on my own and things like that. So that's why kind of my mindset wasn't necessarily like that's going to work for me, you know? Right, right. And interestingly, it's not that I didn't have mentors or coaching services in the past. I did have like when I searched for a job, I did. So I know there is a power to it. But in specific areas of your life, we have that blind spot. So I possibly needed that uh, support from the career uh, search perspective, but I didn't necessarily see coaching from the like a day to day. I wanted a lot of people to know, like if you feel, if your first instinct is it's not for me, that's probably so, so for true. me like we still joke about me being perfect remember so <laughs> it did it did help me from the perspective of not seeing your blind spots mm -hmm. or or even validating some of the things that you know you're on the right track right so that's another way it's not just about everything wrong here you know that's but right. also knowing that you're not alone you're on the right track and uh, you know you you can do it you can you know you don't have to feel lonely and beat yourself up about the pain. we all have that fear we all have that you know afraid of to go outside of our comfort zone so yeah. when it comes to fear what shifted in your clients perspective to overcome fear well that's a great question and um you know i was filled with fear uh years ago and um and sometimes i forget about how filled with fear i was and how much anxiety i used to have i used to have social anxiety i used to have you know fear of failure fear of the future fear of being judged fear of what were people thinking about me um what if I'm not good enough? Um, I, and I remember literally having panic attacks, um, just, uh, you know, so many times. And then I would have a panic attack, you know, in public, mm -hmm. and then I would be embarrassed. Then I would have guilt. Then I would feel shame. Then I would want to hide and I would want to stay small. And so, um, I think, what I realized for myself in, in going through the coaching process, because I'm, I'm what I say, like to say a product of the product. So I believe in coaching as a lifestyle and I live that lifestyle. You know, I always have a coach in my life to help me see my blind spots. And so one of my blind spots was really fear and that fear was holding me back in a major way. And so uh, in working with women, I have found that we fear fear. So in other words, like 
we feel fear and then we just give fear all of our power. We just let it completely stop us in our tracks because we fear fear. We think fear is this big monster that it can hurt us and, and attack us. And But when it boils down, when you boil fear down, fear is one mindset. It is one thought. Fear is the thought that I can't handle this, whatever it is. And so when you think back to your life and all of the things that you've handled, when you think back to all of the things that you've overcome, um, when you think back to all of the opportunities that you've had to, you know, like look at, um, you know, well, this could happen or that could happen. And, and, and maybe sometimes you made a good decision. Sometimes you made one that you wish you wouldn't have made, but you look back and you think about all the times that you have gotten through whatever it is that you've had to go through. Then it, when you recognize that you are capable, it strips fear of its power. And so, you know, one of the things that I think a lot of people fear is the fear of failure. But I like to say that I don't know that we actually fear failure. I think we feel fear success because we have um, defined success as a lack of failure. But success is one failure after another. It's a road paved by failures. That's what success is. And so when you realize that fear, sorry, that failure is part of the process and it's a necessary part of the process, then you're no longer afraid or, you know, you no longer feel like I can't handle that failure. And then, so you just get out there and you fail and you end up failing your way to success. So like it really strips fear and the fear of failure of its power and you know, and it brings you back to your personal power and that, that you can do, you can do it, you know, and, and, and that you have everything that you need inside of you to get the job done. That's the other thing I, I think a lot of people feel like what they need is outside of them. Um, confidence is outside of me. I have to go find it somewhere. Um, maybe um, happiness is outside of me somewhere. I have to go find it somewhere. But, you know, there's a, a Bible verse that I love, and it says that um, everything that you need is inside of you. And, and so, you know, I, I think everything we need is inside of us, but what happens is we go through life and life comes along and and buries what's inside of us with layer upon layer upon layer upon stuff, you know? And so coaching is an opportunity to dig out what's already inside of you, you know, because coaching is not therapy. Coaching is not counseling. Um, it's really comes from the perspective that the answers are inside of you and that you're the expert on you. And so just helping you to dig out what's already inside of you, that next level is already inside of you. Your desires support your purpose. And, and so just 
you know, unearthing all of that with powerful questioning and deep listening. Um, and just how it helps you remember who you are, who you were created to be before we were defined by life, by our parents, by our past, you know? So, um, so I think just in terms of fear, knowing that, um, like fear is, is nothing fear. Fear is just one mindset. It's one thought that I can't handle it. And you're probably so much more capable to handle it than you've given yourself credit for. And when you tap into that, it strips fear of its power and you can just move forward. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you in terms of like searching outside, chasing the world or thinking that, I mean, I mean, especially since we're talking about like women oriented audience, right? In women's case, we always chase in terms of like how we look or how our hair looks or makeup. Like we get so consumed with it is because we're trying. I feel like sometimes we may be trying to cover that pain or that fear or whatever we have internally. And mm-hmm. so we chase and chase. And I feel like we have to, like, again, in my experience, I feel like I decided that enough is enough. Like I was ready for it. Yes. Because uh, in my observation, you know, I come across clients and also people and friends and family. I mean, I see similar pattern. If people don't want to change, they're not going to change, right? They are not going to even admit. Even in my transformation journey, like I said, it was hard to admit certain things because that's how I knew that's uh, the perspective I have taken and I want to stand by it because that's like, that's kind of like I exercised to, to that state, right? Yes. And it, it was hard to like shift your perspective from here to here. And then, you know, in the journey of it, you know, understanding that you weren't doing certain things right or not one problem. It's not just one person's, you know, fault. It takes, you know, two people. Mm-hmm. And so it's very interesting. You know, another thing what I liked is like when I was coaching with you is like, um, you know, raising the ceiling. Ceiling where I'm like, okay, first I'm going to get this done. Then I'm going to get this done. That way I'm not overwhelmed. Like I don't feel I need to get to the ceiling seven when I haven't even passed ceiling one, right? Right, right. So yeah. can you tell a little bit in terms of like how can people use that, you know, raising ceiling concept in their sure. day-to-day life? Yeah. So, you know, coaching really is uh, is for well people. Coaching is for people who are ready to move forward with their life. Um, and so what I like to say is that no matter where we're at in life, Uh, at some point where we're at will become our ceiling. And so um, really identifying what is that next level look like for me? Uh, You know, where am I currently at? What is the ceiling that is um, keeping me here at this level? And then um, what is my next level look like? And then beginning to think at your next level, 
before you even get there. So when you think at your next level, before you get to your next level, then it pulls you to your next level easily and effortlessly, as opposed to you trying to like muscle your way there, you know? Um, so, you know, like I like to say, um, identify, you know, what your, your next level is, um, what is your, your, your ceiling and then, you know, raise the roof. <laughs> and so, um, so where you, and then, then when you get to that next level, then that level at some point will become your ceiling and then you do it again. So coaching is, uh, it's an ongoing process that, you know, where you are today is a result of what you've been thinking. So if you want to think, if you want to get to a new level, if you want to do something new, have something new, um, you have to think at your next level first, think, think differently first. And, you know, if you, if you think about, um, like the mindsets that you think just financially, for example, if you're thinking like if you're a $50,000 earner, you have a mindset about money. Um, and then if you think about someone who has hit the six figure mark of income, there are thoughts that they think that are different than, than what they thought when they were a $50,000 earner. So if, if you're at a $50,000 income level and you want to be a six figure income uh, producer, um, like what are the thoughts that that person thinks and begin to identify, you know, how they're thinking at that next level. And then, you know, raising the roof by thinking the thoughts of a six figure earner, even while you're a $50,000 earner. And so you begin to think in this new way. And then all of a sudden you look around you and there's new opportunities um, that you didn't see before when you were thinking at this level. And so it really is um, wherever we're at, it, at some point, it will become a ceiling. But I think what happens is we, we get to a certain point and then we settle and we get comfortable there. And so I think that's why a lot of people, they just get comfortable where they're at and it's, they think it's easier just to stay at this level right here. But, you know, what I like to say is that, you know, the call that's on your life, that purpose of, of an ex making an extraordinary impact is never within the confines of your comfort zone. And so most people have settled for just being comfortable in their comfort zone. But I believe that in each and every one of us, there's, there's the DNA of purpose inside of us. There's a DNA of um, that, uh, the call that's on our life to make a bigger impact. And so, you know, that's the, the thing that like, for me, that would keep me awake at night. Like when I was stuck, um, you know, in my caterpillar state, when I was just satisfied with where the status quo, um, something would keep me awake at night. And I knew there's gotta be more to life than this, you know? 
And, um, and I think so a lot of times we feel that feeling and we think that thought because it's, I believe it's within each and every one of us, but then we spend more money or we drink more wine or, um, we look, you know, for new friends to, um, validate us or people outside of us to validate us and, and, and we settle for just this mediocre life of just kind of going through the motions and being stuck on the hamster wheel, you know, like, like just get everybody fed and to school and, you know, hit the pillow exhausted. And so we just, we just settle for this kind of hamster wheel life when, you know, I, I believe that there's, there's so much more that's available to each and every one of us, but we do have to, you know, be willing to challenge those mindsets that are keeping us comfortable where we're at. We have to be willing to, you know, take a look at what is, what is our contribution in our relationships? You know, um, how are we contributing to the way things are? And so it, it, not everybody is brave enough to do that. But if you, if you'll take that time, um, you, you can really, um, create some powerful and some, some deep and meaningful shifts in your life like you did. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think, uh, what, what is mind blowing for me is there's so many information out there. Why people have to wait for that dramatic event in their life in mm. order to wake up. When I think back, I feel like most of the things could be avoidable if we just stay conscious in our life, mm -hmm. not just drifting through like you were saying. Right, right. Yeah, and I think the difference, Maru, is, and, and I love you know what you're doing. Not only did you write a book, but I think then this is what you, you offer through your, your workshops and working one-on-one -on -one with people. And this is what I do. This is what makes the difference right here is the accountability. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, so much information is out there. We're not lacking information, but um, it's, it's the accountability that makes the difference. And, and I love what you said about why do we have to wait for a traumatic event, you know, um, but in my, in my book, um, Summon to Soar, the five stages of the rise of a woman, I talk about how, um, the stages that a woman or, or a man has to go through to make their greatest impact, you know, those stages mimic the stages that a caterpillar goes through to becoming a butterfly. And so, you know, I think about that little caterpillar and, um, you know, as kids growing up, we always hear that the caterpillar turns into the butterfly, but it's not true. The caterpillar, the DNA of the butterfly is inside of the caterpillar and the caterpillar has to be literally melted away uh, and dissolved into liquid form in order for that DNA to be released. And I think that you know, that DNA of our purpose is inside of us. And, um, but I, it's, it's, 
going into the cocoon and allowing that caterpillar old that old caterpillar thinking to be dissolved away um that old you know man or woman that was created by fears failures and imperfections letting that just melt away but i think we avoid the cocoon until like you said i what what i have noticed is it a tragedy or some event it usually triggers um a need for the cocoon and um and that's where we you know go into that place of really taking a look at you know what's been keeping us stuck small insignificant um or maybe just you know not just like a caterpillar you know she's got beady little eyes and you know so limited vision but you're right you know we don't have to wait for that traumatic event it's you can choose to go through the process of really um, just surrendering to who you were created to be and letting that, um, letting surrendering to that process. Yeah. And, and I think that another lesson I learned, I guess, through the transformational you know, experience I had with you is, I guess, tying back to your value, tying back to your value, because I think most of the time, I guess I had my values, but I wasn't fully comprehending it is like, you know, like, for example, if I'm home with my kids, and I do business on the side, as I please, that was my value. But then somehow, then this expectation comes in, and then the expectation whispering to me, well, why are you sitting at home? Why are you not moving your business? So I feel like those like expectations of perfectionism, or like we all have that, it kind of derails you from your value. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was kind of like, I had to like tie it to my value. This is why. And I think that's why I arrived at fulfilled stages because every day I wake up, I know I'm on the right place at the right time. I don't owe anybody anything in terms of, you know, whether it's financial or physical or anything. So I feel like when you don't have to rush or be on anybody's schedule and just be on your own and just be happy, it just a lot of things, your view changes, your perspective changes. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I didn't even know. I always thought, you know, you know how we say like it's my perspective and we expect other people to, to do the same thing yeah so since my perspective changed even my expectation towards people changed because before like i am very responsible person i will stand by you i'll cheer for you and i'll like kill for you kind of person and then <laughs> i want the same from my friends right but then some of them don't deliver, I guess, my expectation. And then right. they kind of fall out of my wagon. So I think now I feel like maybe it's also part of, you know, maturing. I don't know. So I feel like you never know, like, what's their perspective. And I think you told me about, like, the reason i so attached to responsibility. Like, that person is not being responsible and all that. Is because I am responsible. 
Yeah. I will deliver that responsibility. And when, I mean, I think I even tie that responsibility to my children, my husband. Right. Yeah. And I, so, you know, I think not only is accountability, the accountability that is so beneficial in coaching, but also then the intentionality. And when you really get to know your own values, when you really get to know, you know, the, your purpose and why you think the way you do, mm-hmm. um, then it, it does, it unlocks um, a new level of understanding for the people around you, because now you understand that these are your values. This is your personality. This is how you think but it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody else thinks the same way. So in essence, you know, you're having this like compassion on yourself and an acceptance of now who you are and, and it unlocks this new level of acceptance and compassion for other people because you, you do, you let go of those expectations that you have to be like me. When you understand who you are at a deeper level, then you understand that there are many different types of people and, you know, that it's understanding who you are and then understanding how your personality connects with their personality. That's what makes things more peaceable in your relationships and, and, um, and makes life feel a little easier. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I don't get easily irritated nowadays because before I will literally look at people like you have no, like, I don't say it loud, but I'm right. saying to myself, like no common sense. This is the simplest, stupidest thing. Right. And then, like I said, that was coming from my perspective. And now I'm like, okay, well, I guess if you don't know, like I have a little more patience because like I said, they have different perspectives. And I'm sure if they tell me something, I don't know. So it, it, like I said, the reason I'm bringing up this perspective is it plays a huge role. Your perspective towards everything, your fear, your expectations, uh, the way you set your limits. Yes. Uh, that that uh, status quo you were talking about, like I call it like, uh, how do you say, chronic stress, right? Yeah, it, it becomes so normal that you don't even know why you're stressed about. You just yes. stressed, and That's you can right. pinpoint it. But most of it, perspective cha- uh, change was the biggest component of transformation for me. Mm-hmm. Wow, That's so powerful. I think I also want to mention that I also worked with you writing a book, and uh-huh. so that ties back to accountability. The reason I was able to finish it in twelve weeks because. I knew that next week I'm going to call you and I have to report how many pages I have written. So accountability is also a big one, right? Yes. Yeah. Very, very big, very, very big um, piece of the, the puzzle um, to, to go after that accomplishment. You know, um, it, it just, it, it helps to know that. And what I like to say is that I'm not holding you accountable to what I want. Yeah. I'm going to help. I'm going to get to know what your dreams are. I'm going to hold you accountable to your dreams. You know, I'm going to hold you accountable to what your heart is longing to do. And that's why we started out the way that we did 
you know, because I wanted to make sure that I knew what you wanted so I could hold you accountable to what you wanted, um, not what I wanted you to do. And so when you find that, that inner flame, you know, then I'm, my job, my, I feel like my job is to help you find that inner flame, but then fan that inner flame to keep it growing hotter and hotter and hotter. Um, you know, when life has maybe come along and tried to throw sand on it, (laughs) but you know, I just, what I want to say is that I really enjoyed taking you through the process because, um, you were so committed to the whole process and you were so committed to, doing the work and i always say when you do the work the work works definitely we should all have some kind of why but for me i felt like um the legacy when i say legacy i'm talking about our children or people who will be left behind and when i say i'm not necessarily talking about financial wealth here like it is important part of it but also so they don't say, oh, my mom, you know, messed up my life. So I <laughs> felt like, I felt like when I was going through transformation, not only I'm doing it for me, but I owed it to my children. Mm. I owed it to my children. So they know they have option of transformation when they grow up. Mm. And so I, I felt like at least I can leave them with that. Because like I said, my kids also went through traumatic events in their life as much as I nurture them emotionally, like I said, at some point they're going to grow up and be that crazy adult. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like we all are, right? It's, right. Life. it's a normal <laughs> process. I mean, it's not right or wrong. I'm just saying, I just felt like at least I can do that. It's your life. You can be designed any way you want. There is no right or wrong or if you want the biggest house, go get it. You want a tiny house, go get it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I very much enjoyed um, chatting with you and I appreciate the transformation experience. And I don't think our journey is, you know, finishing here. So we'll continue to grow together. Well, thank you so much, Angela. Thank you. Thank you. I enjoyed it so much. Well, that's all for this episode of the Miru Experience. Thank you for listening. Join me again next time. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. I also invite you to subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Miru Experience. I would love to connect with you. My email is miru at themiruexperience.com. You can always follow and connect with me on social media as well. Be you, believe in yourself, and I encourage you to lead a fulfilled life that you deserve.